unless it's not worked in her contract that she's getting residual from the Disney Plus, I feel like at that point it's just greed. Well, it's it's not so much that it wasn't. Well, it, her it, her contract was based off of theatrical release. Okay, so then that sucks. And so now that they put it out in both like both in theaters and streaming, yes. that's where it's like, hey, we didn't agree to this previously. Um, and so that's fucks like that kind of takes a lot out of her potential income. So that I can get behind because I was having that conversation with Kat about how like I feel like it's kind of greedy, but I get it if it was not worked into her contract. So if she's not seeing any of the Disney Plus money, I get it. That that would suck. Also, like, is it greedy? That or that greed? Well, if she is getting some, right? If if it's already worked into her contract, is it she's upset that she wants more? You but if you agreed on it. Yeah, right. But like yeah. I mean, that's under the assumption that Right. So for we kinda hop straight into that, but for this is for Scarlett Johansson suing Disney over the Black Widow movie. Uh yeah, Disney Plus release. For the because of the Disney Plus plus release. Yeah. But the, yeah, the whole con- the whole concept is that they uh, or from what I read that it wasn't worked into her contract to account for digital stream digital streaming since like pretty much before Everybody. before this movie I believe was probably set for theaters. Yeah, it was set for a theater release, theatrical yeah, release, right? But I imagine this contract was signed far before the COVID twenty twenty during the dark times. <laughs> they, this was signed in the before times, is my assumption, right? <sighs> Life. Uh, what do we call that? Uh, AD? No, uh, BC. Uh, yeah. BCV. BC actually works yeah. before COVID. <laughs> BC and AC. Ah, that's awesome. Oh, we're still not in AC yet. That's true. Yeah. But I know. Okay. So I didn't know, right? I Assuming she was already getting dealt money through the Disney Plus deal. If she was suing for more, I'd be like, all right, like, okay, you, that's kind of greedy. You're still getting money from Disney Plus. Like you, you agreed to this contract, but now that I know that it's not worked in, that does suck. Disney does owe her money. Yeah, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's kind of a little, 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 little shifty. Yeah, absolutely. A little sus. Absolutely. But Disney's known for that. So. Yeah. What? Yeah. Uh, did you watch Black uh, Black Widow? By I the way? did. Did you like it? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, I thought it was entertaining. Um, I thought it was a very good. Like family movie, buddy buddy kind of like duo movie. Um, but the Marvel Worlds could have done without it. I liked it. Did you? I wish. Um, I wish they would dive a li- would have dove a little bit deeper into what the Red Room was. Okay, see, because yeah. they really didn't explain. I like, felt like they they brushed over it. They they really glossed over yeah. the whole like this is like an assassin program. Yeah. Um, how and like that they just steal like eventually spoilers by the way yeah they, oh yeah for those of you who haven't watched they kind Disney Plus thirty bucks yeah it actually I wouldn't even say this is a spoiler but it's like they kind of go into like oh that they're like stealing children yeah. and like uh, uh deleting parents off right. of the grid right yeah. type of thing so that way they're like no one needs to try and find them what I also didn't like was the main villain of the Red Room wasn't even Russian. He's either American or, in- or English. And I was just like, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't have to be a Russian to be a... It's a Russian. It should have been a Russian. I mean, it should. It kind of, you know, it, it would in, fit. In previous movies, it alluded it alluded to being Russian. Yeah. Well, right, too. And what, like... Uh, actually, I, I was going to say something, but I'm like, I don't... I'm not sure enough to... <laughs> not sure enough about the lore to make any comment on it. Yeah. Um, 
I don't know. I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good movie. I, again, I, I I was entertained. I don't think I don't think the story was necessary, but I was entertained. Yeah, because it didn't give a backstory. No, it didn't. Like all of the other like side films, like gave a little bit of a backstory as to like who these people are, how they come to be to some degree. Yeah. Right. Except for the Hulk, because I think at this point they've tried too many times and they're like, you get it. <laughs> yeah. You, you know what the Hulk does. We should stop trying to explain this. Yeah. But they did like a Thor one. They did yeah. a, a Captain America mm-hmm. one. Um, they did an Ant-Man. Yep. They did. Who else? Uh, Black Panther. Black Panther. Uh, Iron Man technically Iron Man. has his own origin. Uh, literally every character. Except Hawkeye doesn't have one. Not yet. They shouldn't. They, I, should, they should just call that one. Like, I agree, but I believe the premise is to introduce his daughter as the next Hawkeye. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, and they vaguely did a Black Widow. Yeah. It, and what's worse is it wasn't an they origin story. It was a post-Civil War gone into hiding story. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we know what happens. Can we figure out like how she... Get like at at the end, right? How does she get back in touch with Captain America? Like, tell us that story, or tell us how they are able to get certain people out of areas. Tell us that story, well, or they, like just throw more there, and then not glaze over the fucking red room. Well, they do go into where like how Black Widow meets back up with Captain America. I mean, she gets the the Quinjet, but that's it. Yeah, I mean, and that's kind of where it picks up. Yeah, anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I did the jerk off motion right now. Though uh, my favorite part of the movie is when uh, her and her sister are in like Budapest. Yes. <laughs> and she goes, so what's up with all the poses? And she like gets down. That... And she's, like, You're, she's like, you really just love your poses. That was so great. I laughed so hard at that. And then when she <laughs> did it like at the end and she was like, nah, nah not for me. <laughs> I laughed even harder. I was like, that is great. And then I talked to my sister about it and, and I was just like, this is very much like a, like a, like a sibling relationship. Like this is the perfect definition of like adult siblings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> She's like, what the hell are you doing? Yes. That was awesome. Um, the, Yeah. I thought it was good. I, I again, yeah. thought it was entertaining. Probably unnecessary. If it would have gone in a little more detail or, or given a better story, I would have enjoyed it a little bit more. I would I would probably say if you don't have to pay for it, do it that way. Yeah. Or wait until it becomes free. Yeah. Because it, it really, it feels like more of a, uh, like a filler, like, like a filler between movies. Yes. Because it doesn't really add any substance to it other than just like kind of introducing a little, like... A vague background. Yeah, um, I, I guess the the one benefit it has is possibly creating the new Avengers or the Revengers or whatever the uh, where you have you know we find out that Scarlet or Black Widow has a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, we learn more about her parents, right? In quotes, um, and then uh, there's, there's two Asian nerds that have their own podcast. They dove in a little bit about um, uh, how. What's her name from the uh, Falcon Winter Soldier series? How she's like creating her own team. So I was like, that's pretty cool. That's a cool theory that these people are are popping up and that's who's actually in it. So, Mm. yeah, like the Red Hulk, um, Black Widow's sister, um, the new Hawkeye. Uh, There's just like a whole new team that's like, okay, maybe Marvel does have a plan. Maybe this kind of fit the mold but i think for the most of us we were looking at a we we're looking at it more of a 
Black Widow story. Yeah. And not for the future. And we got a little bit of both, but not enough of one or the other to enjoy it. Well, I didn't. But. We, we, uh, Marissa and I started watching Loki last night. I love Loki. So far, so good. I'm on board. Uh, episode one. And I'm, I'm like, all right, I'll watch this. Yeah. It just got re up for season two. Oh, good. Yeah. The, which, which is surprising because n- neither of the previous ones have. So, uh, WandaVision wasn't and Winter Soldier wasn't. I would, I didn't, I could see Winter Soldier being like a, uh, like a, have a part two or yeah. a follow-up but probably not wandavision wandavision felt like a complete story in one i think because wandavision will d- tie directly into um the doctor, doctor strange. strange too yeah the madness madness of time no. uh uh omniverse of multiverse of madness that's like yeah what it is. yeah multiverse of man or man yeah madness i think i think omni like i think omniverse is dc that would be i can't remember omnipresent but the yeah, uh, that's cool, right? It's cool to see like Loki in another one. But oh, shit, what was I gonna say? I don't. I had a comment on. Oh, I was when so when we were watching that last night. I I was telling Marissa, I'm like, at what point are they gonna kind of stop this? Mm-hmm. Because like they've they've done the from like the the cinematic universe, they've hit like a whole lot of the main or like they they did a gigantic storyline, right? Like ten years in the making. Yeah. Um. Now they're kind of doing these like kind of side offshoots, like low, you know, quote unquote, lower production into other, you know, with other things, right? Uh, Falcon Winter Soldier. Um, I mean, Black Widow was technically a theatrical release, so not that one. Mm-hmm. Loki, um, WandaVision. And I, I, me personally, I feel like once they've kind of run the course of these main characters, I, my, my, my interest is probably going to start waning and I'm going to be less interested in trying. I mean, I'll still watch, but my interest is going to be waning towards like trying to establish relationships with new characters. Yes. I, but I think that's the whole premise, right? Because the, I mean, if we look at uh, Disney mon- money boards or following the money, right? Uh, Iron Man's not signed back. Thor's changing characters. Um, allegedly. Allegedly. Uh, Hawkeye's not coming back. Uh, Black Widow is not coming back, right? Like, yeah. so I think we're getting prepared for, I don't know what wave we're in, second, third, third wave of uh, it would be phase four. Phase four. So we're, I think we're getting ready to move towards new Avengers, which would be dope. Yeah, would be super dope. Maybe. Yeah, I think it's a question, right? Yeah. It's questionable. New Avengers, even as far as I'm aware, and I could be wrong, so I'll accept it. But even from like the comics, like I don't think the new Avengers did all that well, uh, and know. it kind of went straight back to the original <laughs> characters that we all know and love. But I don't think we can do that, right? You can't. Yeah, I I think this is just a whole new generation, right? So the comic books didn't do very well for the new Avengers, but with the the, the head writers doing so well for Marvel, I feel like they could create a whole new saga or a whole new series for new Avengers versus what the comic books released potentially. I feel like they would have to, I, like, and this is what they're doing, right? They're going into, like, now more, like, cosmic stuff. So, yeah. they're get, we're going to get the Eternals coming up soon. Yes. And so, that opens up that opens up a lot to, like, more lore to what the Marvel Universe is, which I think is cool. Like, yeah. the the cosmic part of Marvel is awesome. Yeah. Um, there's so much cool stuff out there, both literally and metaphorically. Oh, that's another thing, too. Speaking of cosmic and space... Um, Dave Bautista didn't sign back after the next Guardians. He says he's done. Yeah, I so. mean the, these they're all of the these things are yeah. running their course. Yeah, and they're coming to an end, right? So we'll we'll see 
effectively the end of um, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. right? Unless they do some offshoot where they start to move into other like other avenues of like space again. Yeah. Right. Which they can, right. There's, you know, they've already introduced kind of the Nova core. So there's an aspect of the Nova core that mm-hmm. can be really cool. Um, they never, they loosely touched on um, space Superman, which is crap. I forget uh, in the first guardian or first guardians of the galaxy. It was, I think it was the Nova. No, not the Nova core. Oh my God, I'm blanking on the names. Who are the gold people? Like the ones that were perfect. The, oh, oh, uh, oh my God. I know who you're talking about now. I can't remember the name of that, yeah, that yeah, species, yeah. but yeah. it's Adam Warlock. Oh, yes. So they, yes. they like alluded to Adam Warlock's existence and has not touched it. Yeah. So that could be, okay. So for those of you following along, it's the people that Rocket stole the batteries from, the golden yeah. batteries. Yeah. I forget yeah. their, I forgot their name the too. The High Evolutionary. Yes. Get at me. Yes. Um, and then, yeah. So that, yeah, I forgot about. Yeah. So Adam Warlock loosely, oh no, he's not Space Superman. He's considered Space Jesus <laughs> because he can't die. And yeah. He just, he literally rebirths whenever he dies just like he just pops back into existence like poof so like he gets like reborn whenever he dies he's a phoenix somewhere in the universe but anyway um he has these like pods if i remember this correctly um and so that's kind of like the pod that you saw um at the end credits Mm -hmm. but the um, yeah they never touched on him like never brought him back that i yeah fuck that'd be a that'd be an interesting character to bring in and i think you would need to time it right Maybe. I, I mean, think, he, I don't think there's been anything enough so far to elude that he's coming into play yet. Yet. No, no. Um, he, I mean. They, and, and Disney is known for their long cons, so. I mean, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he could be something where it's like, uh, you know, if they are going, I mean, it's a safe assumption to assume like new Avengers. So if they go new Avengers, it could be something where he could be like kind of the leader of the new Avengers to a certain degree. Mm-hmm. Um, since... Yeah, I mean, he's, like, wildly powerful. Yeah. So it's Captain Marvel. So yeah, Captain Marvel, though, they kind of nerfed her a little bit, but besides the point. Squirrel Girl. Could the, you imagine we get Squirrel Girl? Well, it's too late. The The, <laughs> the whole reason, the whole, the whole thing with, like, Squirrel Girl that would have been, like, worthwhile was for the Infinity series. Yeah. Because she's effectively the savior <laughs> that defeats Thanos in the comics. Uh, who else could we... Who else is late to the party we could get? <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I mean, I mean, there's a lot. I mean, there's so many different characters that yeah. you can bring out, but just from like at least the cinematic universe that has been like touched on, um, you know, they're like, they, they never addressed them by name, but the watchers were, mm-hmm. has showed up. Right. And that was like, um, so I forget which, but I think it was one of the, was it one of the guardians of the galaxy movies? Where they had like Stan Lee talking to like the big like big headed alien guys like on an asteroid. I think it had to be. Yeah, because that was when Thor was just like floating through space. Yeah. So. Yeah, one of the, uh, whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, but they kind of like alluded to them, right? So the Watchers exist. So there's a way to kind of you could you work them, them in. into a story, yeah. though they don't really. They're more of like a. Would you say they just watch? Kind of, yes, actually. <laughs> I mean, that's literally their purpose is to watch. Um, because their their whole thing is to not necessarily interfere, yeah, and so they kind of sporadically pop in and out. So we'll see. One would say they're like Lord Raiden, <laughs> kind of, yeah. Um, but that's also yeah. So then, the 
I haven't made it far enough in, with Loki. So. I won't. So I'm thinking very carefully about what I'm saying because you're only saying you're only on episode one. Yeah. So allegedly, there's some other cosmic beings like. One of my clients referenced that there's some other cosmic entities that's kind of alluded to. Possibly. You can say yes. He already, oh. he straight up said oh. it. <laughs> he didn't tell me who or what. Cause I, I was like, I haven't watched it yet. Please don't spoil it. But then was, yes. But he was like, yeah, there's, there's there, they allude to something that could be show up later. I'm like, okay, cool. Can't the, wait to see yeah. it. Then yes, there, there is. So I'd be very intrigued by that. Like, um, I, I there's talk like, sorry, keep going. I was going to say, I really like how Marvel is introducing the multiverse. Cause at the beginning of the talks of it, I was like, this is going to be so confusing for people like to try and follow along. And I think what Loki series does is helps the brain guide you on what a multiverse looks like in this world. Yeah. And I was like, at the end of Loki, I was like, ha. They can do so much now. Now that it's they made it understood, now that they've set rules, it's the multiverse is going to be awesome. I'm very curious to watch, right? Because they've they've introduced the well, Infinity Infinity War or Endgame, sorry, Endgame, yeah, introduced time travel, mm-hmm. kind of, um, and then now from Episode One of Loki, it's d- like definitely introduced the idea of like a timeline, yeah, and how there's variance within timelines. Um, and so, yeah, there's a, there's a whole lot that you can kind of, yeah. And then Ant-Man and the, uh, the Wasp's quantum verse is coming out. Yeah. So that's going to be another one. Yep. So again, now we kind of have this, uh, more like time travel-y type mm-hmm. of thing. And supposedly, supposedly some X-Men are supposed to make some sort of future. They're not X-Men. They're mutants. Oh, sorry. Some <laughs> mutants are supposed to make a crossover. Did they even call them mutants? Somewhere down the road. They didn't know. Actually, they didn't even call them mutants when they were talking about um, Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver. No, they called them... Uh, uh, I don't remember what their name, what they were. Oh, my God. But, yeah, because mutant... I remember the bald guy with gla- the evil German bald guy with glasses says it. Uh, <laughs> oh, what does he call them? I can't. I can't. Yeah. yeah, he doesn't call them mutants. I forgot what he called them. No, because that term, I think, is currently owned by who makes is it sony does sony make x-men uh yeah or I is think it warner brothers no i think it's sony because it was sony because sony owns spider-man too yes. as well and fantastic four yes right but fantastic four if there was ever if those rights ever get given i, I mean they, they could are, pop up they're sharing the rights of spider-man now so anything can happen it's true anything can happen so, um there's options there is options uh i i I w- I'd be curious. I don't know if I want to say I'd like to see. I'd be curious to see what an X-Men X-Men verse and a Marvel verse collision would look like. Yeah. Well, cuz then you know, if we're looking through the lens of X-Men, there's a lot of like X-Men specifically have a lot of like big bads mm-hmm. that they can kind of parlay into. So, or into potentially like, you know, next next big storyline type of thing. Yeah. So, there's options. I mean, there's, they're there, um, but I, who, who was I, I was watching something on YouTube and they were talking about, there's a couple like, like King the Conqueror mm-hmm. was a, a big one that popped up that might, that they that they were talking about that would be cool to like see in, um, in like the, the storyline, um, through Spider-Man. There's also like, it, yeah, there's still so many more villains that Spider-Man has so many more. 
Yeah. I, w- <laughs> I would love to see... I would love to see buddy films like Spider-Man and Deadpool and Deadpool and Wolverine. They needed to do another like comedy. I mean, I, I could feel Loki being more of like a comedy. I, uh, like, 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 wait till you get to the end of it and you'll change your mind. Not as much. Not as much. A little more like serious. Yeah. All right. I'm fine with that. <clears throat> yeah. it, it's good. I'm not saying it's bad. The, the way they finish it off, you're like, damn, this is, this is good. Like okay. I knowing, knowing that they signed for, a follow-up series or renewal before the last episode, I was like, I can see how this will lead into another series or another season. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cause then, okay. I could, I mean, that's fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'd be, I'd be interested in seeing more of like another like kind of comedy, right? Yeah. Cause out of all, all of the movies, like specifically Marvel movies, um, like Marvel produced their Disney produced movies. Um, they've all been like lighthearted, but like, a little bit more kind of serious with mm-hmm. like funny moments within to kind yes. of break up that break up that like tension. Um, whereas like the uh, Thor Ragnarok was more of like the comedy version of it, right? That was like largely pretty funny. Yeah. So yeah, there wasn't much seriousness to that one. Yeah, they're like little moments here and there, yeah. but like it was more haha. I mean, it started off haha. Like that's true. So, so then there haven't, I'd be interested to see like another one of those. Yeah. Kind of, I think it's about time. Um, I, I could see love and thunder being it. They might be. Yeah. Guardians three. Well, I don't know. I guess guardians, guardians of the galaxy is kind of, kind of teeters on that line, but I feel like it's got to come to an end because if you're going to lose half the cast or at least a couple players in that cast after the movie, you it's. It's got to have some darkness to it. Who else is out? Um, it's Chris, I mean, no. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Chris. Uh, Chris Pratt. Chris Pratt. I don't think Chris Pratt's out. I think he's on for the ride as long as that goes. Bradley Cooper. Uh, I don't know if Bradley Cooper's signing back for Rocket. Um, and then I haven't heard. I mean, I doubt Zoe Saldana would turn down Gamora again, but I haven't heard anything. And then Karen Gillan. Yeah. I'd be curious. I love her. I'm so happy for her. Ah, me too. Because so I learned, I kind of knew about Karen Gillan because um, she's like a more of like a, the UK. She oh she is she's Scottish, I believe. Is she? I think so. I could be wrong on that one. Welsh, or maybe Welsh. I'm just guessing. Um, but she so I kind of a little bit knew about her, but then I also watched Doctor Who. Scottish, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I know. So I also watched Doctor Who, and then she she popped up in one of the was it the um, forget which doctor she was in. So, anyway, um, Doctor Who Confidential. No, it's just nope, just Doctor Who. But she was one of the she was one of the companions in Doctor Who, and I was like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, you are awesome. She's great. Yeah, she was a great like companion. And then she's and then I saw her in like uh this like horror movie, and I was like, okay, this is pretty like this is pretty good. And then I learned that she was gonna you know eventually I learned she was gonna be in uh um. What's it called? Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah. Yeah. I was like, hell yeah, Karen Gillan. You go. Yeah. And Jumanji. Yep, Jumanji. Um, her most recent film, is it's 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 pretty cheesy. Um, I very much enjoyed it uh, for the cheese that it had. It was the, her new Netflix film called uh, Gunpowder Milkshake. Never watched it. It's it's entertaining. Okay. Cat um, made a note saying that she can't get over the fact that she sounds like uh, Nebula. 
Yeah. And I was like, I could hear it. I it's could hear si- it. Yeah. Yeah. It's hard to break that. Like, once you play a character so well, that's all you hear, right? Like, um, uh, for one example, um, hold on, I'm gonna look up his name real quick. Um, from where? Uh, 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 oh my God, I love this dude. Tyrion Lannister. Um, Peter Dinklage. Oh, right. When you see Peter Dinklage literally play anything else, you just go. The boss from Elf. That's. <laughs> I agree with you. Call me Elf one more time. <laughs> no, but yes, no, I I remember that role too. But like, I always hear him, and when he when You're, he speaks, his mannerisms, I'm just like, oh man, that's Tyrion. That's uh, I think his name's David from the movie, the hit movie Twinkle Toes. Twinkle. <laughs> nope, I don't think of that at all. Do you ever think about the hit movie with, of Twinkle Toes with no. um, uh, oh my god, what's his name? Nah, whatever, some other Gary Oldman, with Gary Oldman. I he, love Gary Oldman too. Where he played a dwarf, but walked around with shoes on his knees. That, that Gary Oldman, <laughs> the hit movie Twinkle Toes. Are you? Are we thinking about the same movie? Oh no, it's not an animated film. I've, I'm looking up Twinkle Toes in the movie. Oh no, it's Tiptoes. <laughs> Tiptoes is the name of it. Okay. Don't look up Twinkle Toes. Uh, sorry, Tiptoes. Look up Tip. Just look up Tiptoes. Tiptoes. Yeah, two thousand three. Th- With Matthew McConaughey. Yep. Is that Rachel McAdams? Uh, no. Who is that? It's the other one that looks like Rachel McAdams. Oh, I'm gonna slap myself. That's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. I'm gonna slap myself. Kate Beckinsale, Gary Oldman, Matthew McConaughey, Matthew McConaughey Peter, Dinklage, Peter Dinklage, Patricia Arquette, Debbie Lee Carrington, David Allen Greer. Yeah, star-studded cast, huge cast. Which, like, if you watch the trailer, okay, I'm gonna I'll link the trailer into this because it's it's the most ridiculous film you could possibly think of. But the trailer for it starts off with like um, Matthew McConaughey and I think I think the love interest is it's is it Patricia Arquette? I can't remember. No, no, no. Patricia Arquette is Peter it, Dinklage's it's gotta like, be girlfriend. Kate Beckinsale. Yeah, it's Kate Beckinsale. Yeah. So it's like. Um, Matthew McConaughey, uh, Kate Beckinsale, like dating, they're falling in love and she's pregnant and he, and she doesn't know about his family. And so he's like, well, I got something to, you know, just tell you. Um, and so they show up, show up to like his parents' house and and, like, this is the trailer. And it's like Gary Oldman behind like, like a little counter, um, be like, Hey, it's just like your family are are dwarves. Or I think I think I think they actually say midgets, and she's like, "They're not midgets; it's dwarves." Um, <laughs> and then and then it's like, and then it's and then it's just this like ridiculous fest of, and then like her or her, yeah, his parents show up, and they're like uncomfortable at the fact that all of them are like small. Yeah, it's so insane. Like like from the from the lens of the future, right? You you could, you look at this movie and go. Oh my god! Yeah, like holy shit! How is this a thing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he's like French for some reason. What? <laughs> yeah, he he's got like a a weird fr- like real questionable French accent. Oh my god! The film is absolutely un- I, unrealistic. I love that. That's yeah. I'm just gonna. This is gonna be one of the pictures. This has got to be a picture for our post. And, and and at the end of the at the end of the film or at the end of the trailer it goes 
and in a role of a lifetime, Gary Oldman. <laughs> and I like shit you not. It's him walking around on his knees with like shoes strapped to it. Oh my God. Yeah. Like that's how they did that movie. It's uh, so insane. That yeah. A role of a lifetime, I guess. So <laughs> like if I had any reason to ever get into like journalism, yeah. I would want to get into it just so I can somehow talk to one of them. One of the like either and, and just ask and be them. like, hey, so you have a, a long storied history of like acting and like stage performance, uh, TV shows like that are some of the most popular in the world or in history. Um, why Twinkle Toes? Yeah. <laughs> or Tiptoes. 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 Yeah. And, or, or no, I would say, where would you rate Tiptoes amongst like, and this would be safe for uh, Peter Dinklage, but like amongst, you know, Game of Thrones. Yeah. Elf. Thor. <laughs> Literally anything. Anything else that you've done. <laughs> Any of those other things that you've done. Where would you rank tiptoes? <laughs> because I, yeah. So yeah, it I I I think you can find it for free online. Um, I think it's on YouTube. So who knows? Yeah. If I can find it on YouTube, I will link that out so you can watch it. Oh my god! But it's uh, it's not good. If you couldn't guess what I was gonna get from it. the pictures, it just looks cringe. Just, just uh-huh. super cringe. <laughs> uh-huh. You should watch it. Oh, my God. Because it's even cr- way cringier. Should I be high or drunk watching this? or No, do it stone sober. S- oh, God. You, you, might, you might be able to do it maybe like... You don't want to be like too messed up watching it. Yeah. Because it's like... You just you don't want to get too lost in the sauce. Yeah. But like watch it enough of it. Like just, just a little bit where you're kind of like, you know, having a good time. Okay. Because it sucks. I'll give it a try. I'll, give, I'll give it five minutes. Film sucks. No, you just, it just you got to watch it. You got to watch it all. I don't know, man. I, if it doesn't catch my attention in the first five, I usually pass. I'm telling you it's a bad movie. Well, then I it's don't want to watch it. To, I don't, I don't it's not going to watch ha- a bad movie. You have to watch it for the absurdity of it. <laughs> it's like it's like all of those like bad movies that are like so bad they're good type of things where you're like, whoa, man, but like, okay, like, I'm, I'm uh, in it for the ride. Oh, uh, What was that one? Um, those two, uh, Those two honkies. They try to save the those co- those kids or those teenagers from like murder, but they end up killing themselves. Dave and something. Oh, uh, Tucker and Dale Tucker versus and Dale. Evil. Yes, was it that like that cringy but funny or no? That that movie wasn't cringy. Okay, th- I loved that movie because it was it was stupid but it was hilarious. So for anybody who apparently this is just going to be a movie episode, so I'm cool with that. So for anybody who. Is uh, who hasn't watched Tucker and Dale versus Evil? You absolutely have to watch it. So, with zero spoilers, it's it's set up as you know the classic horror movie of you have the stoner, you have the jock, you have you know the dumb the dumb blonde, the kind of stereotypes of what like you know horror films are going on a road trip to a cabin out in the woods, <laughs> right? Because it's spring break or whatever the case was. And they run across these, like, two hillbillies, right, who have, like, and they have, like, a weird first interaction, and then that's it. Yeah. So, you kind of sets the stage of, like, okay, this is, it's going to be kind of one of those horror movies. What ends up happening is it's a, they flip the script, <laughs> and so now it's from the perspective of these two hillbillies where, and 
this might be a little bit spoilery. So if it is, you know, maybe fast forward a little bit. Yeah. But they flipped it from the perspective of these two hillbillies now where they are just, they're just hillbillies. Yeah. <laughs> they're just living their days. Like, and they're just living their, <laughs> living their life. And uh, they are just doing their thing. But because these kids are like paranoid thinking that they're trying to kill them, um, calamity ensues. And, <laughs> and like the best part about this entire, like there's two things from that movie that are just absolutely hilarious. Right. The first one is like, um, where he's like, he's like, man, she's really beautiful. Like, I want to go talk to her. And he's like, go talk to her. Yeah. And so he like, the guy like casually like tries to stroll up playing it cool and like freaks out and gives like a weird one line and then like just turns around. <laughs> he's like, I'm so stupid. I'm so, I messed up. And then when, uh, so then throughout the film, like the kids, like these like kids keep accident, like accidentally dying. And so the cops eventually show up and he's like, Sheriff, I'm glad you're here. These kids just showed up and started killing themselves <laughs> all over our property. And, and like, it it's, does, it's true. And it's like a hundred percent true. <laughs> so it's kind of this, like, it's similar in essence to like cabin in the woods where it's a, it's like a joke on the, like the tropes of horror films, but in a, like a comical way. Yeah. <laughs> not, not so much horror and scary. <laughs> yo, it's definitely not horror and scary. There's definitely like some gore and there's some violence to it. Yeah. But it's not like uh it's not gratuitous in the sense of like somebody like in a traditional horror film where like somebody is killing somebody else or yeah. something is killing somebody. Um it's like accidents are happening and you just kind of accidentally fell into a wood chipper. Yeah. <laughs> or like <laughs> you kind of like accidentally impale yourself on a like a tree. Oh my god. Yeah, that was a good movie. Um have you seen Cabin in the Woods? Yeah. Cabin in the Woods is also, like, I yeah. think that movie is so underrated. I saw Cabin in the Woods and then, like, um, what was the series that they did on Showtime uh, uh, versus the Dead? Uh, oh, Ash versus... Ashes versus Evil Evil Dead or Ash versus... Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, so that's that's based off of the Evil Dead. Yeah. Right? Um. Uh, oh, my God. Something Campbell. Um, uh, I wanted to say Nev Campbell. No, Nev uh, Campbell. <laughs> Bruce Campbell. Bruce is it Campbell? Bruce? Oh, I don't know. Bruce Campbell. Is I'll that know. the name of the character? The act? The character? No, no, that's, uh, uh, it's Ash. It's Ash something. Mm, fuck. This is going to kill me. I should know this, but anyway. Yeah. So like, um, the evil dead was kind of created by Sam Raimi, Sam Raimi. Yeah. But who was the original Bruce Campbell, Bruce Campbell. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. I was right. Yeah. So, his, his name is Bruce Campbell in what uh, the kid, the actor is Bruce Campbell. Yeah, man. I am all mixed. Up. Yeah. The actor is Bruce Campbell. His, his, his character's name is Ash Williams. That's oh, okay. All right. I'm way off. Yeah. Who was the director of, um, the original evil dead? Uh, Sam Raimi. Sam Raimi did both? Yeah, he oh. did director and screenplay. Oh, awesome. Okay, cool. You go, Sam Raimi. Again, should know this. You go, girl. But yeah, so The Evil Dead was kind of that same similar thing where it was just like this ridiculousness, like ridiculous like comedy, like comical version of like a horror film, like yeah. a zombie movie. And it's just like, well, zombie-ish. Yeah, undead. Yeah. yeah. Undead is a better way to describe yeah. it. Yeah. But it's, it's like just absolute absurd. <laughs> hilarious and it's awesome it's so good 
Yeah, and so Bruce Campbell was the original, like played Ash originally in Evil Dead, and then he came back and played. I think it was at it was at Ash versus Evil. Is that something like that? So are we talking about the show? Yeah. So there was Evil Dead. It was a movie. Then Evil Dead Two. This is another movie. And then it was Army of Darkness. Another movie. And then it was Evil Dead the remake. And then it was Ash versus Evil Dead. Ash versus Evil Dead. That was Which the, is the that show. was a series. Yeah. Yeah. Again, all of those are absolutely phenomenal. They're hilarious. Definitely watch for like the, just the campiness of it. It's they're just ridiculous. Um, there was is that I think that's it's Evil Dead where towards the end there's like this scene where it's just like they're he's running around chainsawing the this like family, and they're they had like fire hose levels of like fake blood being pumped into the like through these people. I think this is it. It's been a long time since I've seen this movie, but I just remember this. I remember this one scene and there was like such gratuitous amounts of like fake blood being shot, like like rocketing out of these like characters that um, they had to do a lot of like reshoots or something because it was, the floor was so slippery from (laughs) fake blood that like people were just falling. Um, I could believe it, (laughs) but yeah. Uh, yeah, I just remember this. I remember like watching this like chainsaw go into the like f- like a first person like shooter style view of like chainsaws, and it's just like, yeah, like there had there had to have been like huge water gallons, pumps, like gallons of fake blood being like each like ex- like think of like a you know when somebody hits a fire hydrant and it just like explodes water like geyser style out of the that was out the of the blood. ground. That was the like level of blood shooting out of things. Yes, absolutely, and it was so stupid. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, just absolutely amazing that uh speaking of um bunch of blood that reminds me i i so i recently i, I just re-downloaded uh, it's called bands in town oh, bands in town it's a it's an app for like shows oh okay um since like concerts and stuff are like starting to come back up yeah. and i was like ooh, let's see some live music again yeah. and uh when i was kind of scrolling through uh guar guar popped up guar. do you know who they are yeah yeah so it, and speaking of blood, it reminded me like I went to a uh, I went to a Guar show once. Oh Jesus! And we were like tor- a little bit more towards the front of the stage, kind of. Um, but they like same style, like rocket With a cannon, right? Like cannon propelled fake yeah. blood out into the out into the stands <laughs> or out into the crowd. And I re- I just I remember coming back like leaving that show with like you know dozens of people just red and like it was so much so that like i had to throw out my contacts because my contacts oh, were red no because it like yeah i got blasted in the face <laughs> with like a fire hose worth of like fake blood it's like from a uh you ever see uhf no nah. the weird owl film uh-uh. um yeah there's like it's time to drink from the fire hose it like he's like open wide and he like opens the thing and it like Jesus. shoots the kid this like kid across the stage hell yeah <laughs> That's kind of what what it felt like. I was like, oh, God. (laughs) My eyes. My eyes. God, did that burn? Yes. (laughs) Yeah, it didn't feel great. Imagine if somebody called the cops because like a dozen people were just covered in what looks like blood. Well, eventually learned that that was was a warning that we like essentially signed up for when we uh, like bought tickets. That it was like, be prepared. You're probably going to get sprayed with fake blood. Also be prepared. You're probably going to stop by the police. (laughs) 
<laughs> there was <laughs> there was like a cult mess like uh like homicide suicide pact going on yeah. somewhere in the city <laughs> <laughs> there was uh that it's a similar to like blue man group right like if you're oh, if you're yeah. like if you're close enough they depending, got the paint and shit all over yeah they shoot the paint or like mm-hmm. bananas yeah <laughs> out of, like out of their chest yeah so have you seen the blue man group yeah i got to go for my birthday i saw them once uh, they were I, very entertaining. It was awesome. It was so much fun from what I remember. It was yeah. a long time ago. Um, it was like right when they first came to Chicago and I got a pair, I like got a pair of like drumsticks. So <laughs> I was all stoked because I was like, oh, I got like neon drumsticks yeah. and um, I got an autograph, but I don't know. I don't know if this is how they always do it, but I like, well, I walked up like little, little Ryan. I was like, can I have an autograph? Cause they were like out in front and he like takes it. And just pushes his forehead onto this, onto like the picture of them, and so there's just a little blue like ring, and he hands it back to because they don't talk, yeah. right? And then he hands it back to me, and I was like, "What just happened?" That's so awesome. <laughs> like, right? Because they're just they're deadpan, right? No, like they, they don't really make no. facial images mm-hmm. or facial like features, and just like pushed it into his forehead, and then hands it back to this like nine year old kid. I'm like, okay. <laughs> yeah. They are on another level cool, of thanks. entertainment, man. <laughs> I think I saw them at, uh, this is going to be a throwback. I saw them at Wango Tango at Dodger Stadium. The hell is Wango Tango? So it was a big concert that Kiss FM used to put on. Have we talked about this before? I don't think so. We talked about other concerts, but I don't think we talked about Wango Tango. Okay. Yeah. We talked about that one concert uh, when I won the powerhouse tickets as a kid oh yeah 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 Yeah. okay that's what that was yeah i was like you talked about some show before yeah no wango tango was like um like a one day Lollapalooza. okay yeah um big stadium show they or double it was at dodger stadium and then they had like a couple like parking lot shows um big uh retails or merch areas food and shit um but it was God, who was there? It was the Backstreet Boys. It was nice. NSYNC. It nice. was Usher. 98 Degrees? I think 98 Degrees. All the boy bands, all the girl bands, except for Spice Girls. Um, they mm. were not there. I was very disappointed. Um, who sung Liquid Dreams? Was that 98 Degrees? Liquid or is that O-Town? Dreams. That sounds like more it would be an O-Town song than it would be a 98 Degrees song. Liquid Dreams? Yeah. Yeah, it's exactly what you think it is, by the way. <laughs> I feel like it's O-Town. There's a movie called Liquid Dreams. Nope. Liquid Dreams by O-Town. O-Town, yep. yeah, there we go. Yeah. Let me see. O-Town, Liquid Dreams. I love it. The 90s were a wild time. I dream about a girl who's a mix of Destiny's Child, just a little touch of Madonna's wild style, with Janet Jackson's smile, throwing a body like Jennifer, you got the star of my Liquid Dreams. Yeah, I so all right. Yeah, it's exactly what it. The, <laughs> it's a liquid dream. It's a very weak analogy. Liquid dreams, my liquid dreams, waterfall and streams. These liquid dreams. Oh my god! Have you ever heard this song? No. I'd 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 say I'd like th- because we talk about it. I'd like throw it in as like our intro song. But every time I do that, I get a copyright claim. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So like. Yeah, but anyway, I as an aside from like we'll get back to your um, Wango Tango, but I remember I was with one of my my friend my friend Brendan when I was younger, and we went to Best Buy, and his little sister wanted 
like wanted the O-Town like thing. Yeah. Or CD or I guess maybe it might have been cassette at that point in time. And we were playing it on the way back and they were playing Liquid Dreams. And like at that point, I was like just old enough where I learned about Wet Dreams. And I was like, this is what this song's about. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. and I was like, how are they allowed to sing about this? This is so like, like dirty and taboo. Yeah. And then I grew up and I go, it's nothing. Yeah. That ain't shit. <laughs> oh boy. Did we get a little <laughs> bit more liberal? Boy, did we get more liberal with our music? I'm just reading these fucking lyrics and I'm like, how same thing. How did they get away with this back then? <laughs> I don't think that song. I, I can't remember. I don't know if that song was ever I on the radio. I never heard it on the radio. Uh, this is a song I would remember. I never heard it on the radio. I mean, O Town starts getting a li- at this point in time. O Town li- has it's probably a little like obscure. Two or three good radio songs. I I've never heard anything. Else. I don't know that I know another O Town song other than that. At least I can't name one. But so Wingo Tango, Liquid Dreams, Jesus so fucking good. Christ. So Wingo Tango, kind of boy band, girl band, yes, type of thing. Very much everything of the nineties. Gotcha. Yeah. Was it kind of like a like Radio Disney esque? No, no, they they didn't censor any of their music. There wasn't a very like uh, you got just gotta you know perform for kids. It was kind of an all ages, all ages kind of thing. Yeah. Okay. Um, let me see. What else are you looking up? Just their other songs. Yeah. What What's like the popular O Town song? Uh, I feel like it's Liquid Dreams. I remember the video as well. It kind of might be. It kind of was like reminiscent of. Uh, um, not in the end. Is it in the end? Yeah, the uh, the Lincoln Park song. the Lincoln Park song because it kind of looked like water and like industrial esque. Let's see, All or Nothing has fifty three million hits. Liquid Dreams has eight million hits. We fit together, and the painter, the painter. Yeah. Oh, this is two. They came out in two thousand and one. Holy yeah. fuck! I like. With stuff like that, I kind of still consider it. They have a song from 2014. They have a song. 2019. From, they have an album from 2019. Oh, interesting. I'll have to listen to this afterwards. The OTWN album. They're, the albums are just called O-Town, O-Town 2. <laughs> I don't know, lines, lines and circles. circles. That's a different name. Is that X, is that a weird way of saying X's and O's, or is that a Morse code thing? Probably Morse code. Actually, it wouldn't be Morse code, because there's no circles in beep, Morse code. Beep, 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 beep. But... Uh, yeah, no, I, I'll have to give this a listen afterwards because I, now that I'm looking at it, I don't think I remember any O-Town songs. Oh, well, I'll, we'll play it after we do that, after we finish, <laughs> but it's going to be awesome. It's going to be so good. Oh my God. Um, they were awesome already. I don't know. I, I don't think remember. I did. <laughs> yeah. Oh God. Yeah. My brain. It's been quite a, uh, quite a week for you. Quite the week though. I, uh, yeah, to, to, I'm not going to go into too much detail here, but. We, uh, I got to visit your favorite place. I know, man. Hawaii. I know. Or sorry, Hawaii. Hawaii. Thank you. I learned a lot Did about you? it in, very, in like very in that short time in like my 48, 48 hour That's, window of being on being there. I, I, you know, it doesn't surprise me that you would take the time as little as it was to show interest and learn about stuff over there. So, I think if if and when we go back. Probably it's it's not an if, it's a when. When we go back, it's got to be at, at least a week. And by week, I mean seven days, not five. Um, a week to ten days. I think you could, you will take advantage of it and learn a lot, but I think you would appreciate it more being able to relax and kind of just take it slower because you're a very always-on-the-ball kind of guy. I think going there and not having any worries 
oh, yeah. whatsoever. Your mind might freak out a little bit, but no, I could I could relax. It's like so I never I never really had like much intention of going to Hawaii because I like I'm not a beach person, yeah. right? And I know that there's more to Hawaii than right. a beach, but like that's the the, the thing the people vibe, think about the, the idea, yeah, yeah. And so I'm like, I don't like to travel to a beach thing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, when I don't even go to the ocean over here, yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, really close to the coast. I like meh, mm-hmm. hard pass. Yeah. Um. But the so like I, I flew into I flew into Honolulu. Um. I didn't really get to. I mean, I didn't do anything in Honolulu. I mm-hmm. was in. I was there for An less hour? less than twelve hours. Oh. Yeah. Um. And so we. So I didn't really like get to see much um, other than just like the drive from point A to point B. Yeah. And then and then back. The, the one that I found really uh, I'm very interested, a little more interested in is uh, the Big Island. Yes. Right. So we were in Hilo and the th- like just from the start. Right. The one Because when we, we got in late and uh, the thing that I found the, found really intriguing was I was like, what's up with the lights here? And uh, the guy that was driving driving was like, oh, yeah, you know, because of the observatory. And I was like, yep, that's right. There's the, you know, the uh, uh, astronomy, mm-hmm. um, like, I guess, research center up there in Hilo. And he was like, yeah, so the like the actual like white lights mess with like the telescopes and like the observations. Mm-hmm. And so they have these like dim lit yellow lights, which makes it makes everything look like a horror movie. Yes. It looks creepy at night. It's super weird. Yes. Uh, and so... Uh, but I was like, okay, that's super cool. And I knew about the the observatory. So, like, uh, when we go back, that's definitely, like, you wanna go see that? super high on my list of, like, places that I want to go visit. Yeah. Um, just because science is awesome. And we can go, like, we. I mean, obviously, we're going to go to the beach. But there's so many hikes, so many rivers to paddle and kayak. There's so many waterfalls we can hike to, jog to. Like, there's just so much more shit inland on the island hold on how are you gonna <laughs> passively throw out jog to as if we're going to jog to anywhere because knowing you mr fitness america you like to work out constantly i like to work out but i'm also not interested in like <laughs> i'm also the person who's like i love doing my fitness um except and, on vacation and then not using it <laughs> in any other capacity of my life all right then we'll we'll walk yeah <laughs> we'll hike I'm very, we'll, we'll wobble We'll hike. I'm cool with walking. Kind of. I hate walking places, if I'm being honest. <laughs> well, we can paddleboard or kayak. Sure. I'm cool with that. Like, right? Something that's... I've never I've never done those. Yeah, so let's go fun. up the river. The... Rivers. Rivers? Is it rivers or streams? Or it, if it comes from a waterfall, it's a... Is it a river? I don't know. Would, would, I would think it's a river. My ge- my ge- Geography? Maybe a geography. Yeah, would geography be a part of that? Fall into that. Yeah, I don't know exactly what the differences differences would be from like a stream, a river, a tributary. I think think it's. it's, I actually okay. I think I I think I know this because I took oceanography and I took all this other shit. I think it's the width of the body of water, not the origins of it. Right. Well, I think the origins has something to do with it, but like the Mississippi River, right? The Mm -hmm. origin is like it's somewhere in the middle of the fucking country. North, yeah, uh, it's like a tiny little right, but there's no body of water above it feeding it, Correct. except for maybe a waterfall. I don't believe it's a waterfall or a big ass waterfall. Definitely not a big ass waterfall. I'm pretty sure it like just kind of it just randomly flows out. Up. Yeah, and then it just like gradually water grows, spewing out of the ground. Um, I, man, I 
I should know this given that's like a huge part of what a, a big thing that you learn about. Delta in the is the end of a stream or river that flows into the ocean. That's a delta. Where it, where it like yeah, yeah. it opens up. Mm-hmm. Right. Because then, yeah, okay. Um, I think a creek is something that's very shallow but has water running through it. Um, a stream is probably, oh no, maybe, maybe it's depth instead of width. Your guess is as good as my men. I fuck, I man. Have I no can't idea. remember. I took, this is like, I took oceanography in high school and then I took oceanography like my first year, second year, PCC. So I can't remember. It was so long ago. <laughs> um, if you would ask me then, fucking, I'd, I would it. have every answer for you. Got it. I could tell you everything about a body of water. The, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Is water wet? It de- uh, maybe it does is water itself wet or does it take the act of touching it to then therefore become wet that is see that is the greatest definition i tried to give that definition to my sister <laughs> so I don't, I don't think water itself is wet because wet would wet is more of a description rather than yeah yeah you were bringing up cringe earlier is cringe a thing that exists by itself in isolation, or does cringe have to be observed in order for it to be cringy? Ooh. Hmm. I think it has to be observed. Right. So it's it's the like right some of those philosophical concepts. Right? Yeah. You talk about like if a tree falls in if a if a tree falls in the woods, does it make a sound? Right. Does sound exist only because the obser- because an observer can observe it, or uh, can sound exist in isolation? Yeah. Because we would never know. You can't. T- you know. No. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe not. Now, so here's... It's like Schrodinger's cat. Here's science, right? If we leave a microphone out there, is the but sound... That, but that's an observer. That's an oh, observer. that would be counted as the observer? Yeah, something is observing. Got it. Um, so you think trees just notice us and they're like, oh, fuck, I got to make a noise. Ah, <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I wish that was the sound that they would make. That would be great. <laughs> You're just like in in like... You're hiking through the rainforest or whatever, and just you hear a faint sound in the distance, like ooh. <laughs> You're like, oh man, another tree fell. Or just like at night, it's just like ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> like, oh my god, what's happening? Tree orgy. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, though, what's the other one? So I remember in when I was uh, I took a philosophy class, and it's oh crap. Um. It's the, it's the idea. Yeah. It was talking about the idea of observation. And so there's like, oh man, uh, I can't, I can't fully remember, but there's like this joke. There was a joke that was like kind of circulated a little bit on the, um, around the internets. Right. And it was like in a philosophy class and it, oh shit. Okay. Hold on. It's coming back to me. I think. Therefore, I am. Just kidding. This is beside the point. <laughs> Rene Descartes. Descartes. But it's, um, I think it was a Plato thing or either Plato or... Um, Gelatin? What? Just kidding. Because you said Plato. Oh, Plato. Yeah, right. I know. I know. Um, <laughs> it was either, I, I think it was Plato that was referencing this. Um, but they were they were talking about like, I think it's in, re- in reference to the forms with the capital F. And so it's, um, ob- it again, goes back to the idea that like, in, does something exist 
if it can't be, if it's not observed. So like if you were to, right, it's the idea of like how with, uh, with a baby, for example, they don't understand the concept of, um, like things being behind things. Yeah. So when you, when you cover your face and you do the whole like peekaboo thing, it's kind of this, like your face literally disappears from existence and they're like, what is happening? Yeah. And then it magically reappears. They're like, Oh God. They're like, Holy crap. Your face is back. Yeah. So it's like, if you were to take a chair, put it behind a desk, but you can't see it, you can't observe it. How do you know that that chair is in, is, is in existence? Cause I put it there. But if you walk away, is it still there? I would imagine if nobody moved it, I'd still be there. How do you know? How can you prove that? Put a camera. Ooh, you observe it. Yes. The observation. The observation is the act of proving that something exists. Powers of observation. And so, like I refer, like I guess tangenting, right? So <laughs> I, I reference like Schrodinger's cat, and so Schrodinger's cat is kind of a similar concept of like the there to a certain degree that there's an, there's some inherent flaws in scientific practice because it requires ob- observers to see what's happening. Mm-hmm. So if you're not familiar with the Schrodinger cat experiment, allegedly it's not a real experiment. Um, so the idea is like the, the experiment was theorized as you have a box, you take um, within that box is a vial of, you know, poisonous, like a poisonous gas. Um, I think that's what it was or some sort of like something that would kill you. Connected to that vial is a ran- essentially a random number generator. And when it randomly hits a number, it will break the vial and expose the, you know, the substance within. Then you take a cat and you put the cat inside the box and you close the box. So there is a completely random or seemingly random aspect to when, the, when or if this vial will break and if and when this cat will die. So because you can't observe the existence of the cat, you can you can then therefore argue that the cat is both dead and alive at the exact same time. Jesus Christ. And the only way that you can prove one or the other is to open the box. And the uh, the act of observation is what proves or disproves the theory that you're you're making. My brain hurts, right? Philosophy. God. It's fun. <laughs> this is this shit's fun for So me. if I hit if I hit in a box, you could argue that I'm neither here nor there. Correct. To a certain degree, yes. Yeah. Right? Because we're like, in reality, we are relying on, we're, we rely on past experiences to understand the world around us. Right? And that's how we can make snap judgments and we can kind of figure things out essentially on the fly because yeah. we are pulling, we're not, we're not actively figuring it out. We're pulling from resources of things that we've either figured out or observed or learned in the past. So, my assumption then is like, I watch you go into box. Therefore you are in box. Um, it's kind of like how magic works to a certain degree. Like if you fool the senses of the mind where you go, I watched a person go into the box. I didn't see them come out. So therefore they're in the box Mm -hmm. and then through magic, they're gone. They're gone. They're not there anymore. Or it's somebody else. Or now it's a tiger, like whatever the case may be. It's still me, the tiger. And Eric is still the tiger. El Tigre. Yes. El Tigre. And so is that, is that tiger in Spanish? Mm Mm-hmm. It's the same in Italian too. Tigre? Yeah. Except it's il. Il tigre. Il tigre. But you say it with your hand. Yeah. Actually two. <laughs> oh, oh. Specifically with, ti- with tiger, you have to do two hands. Tigre. Tigre. Um, <laughs> but uh, so my assumption, right, is that you're there. Yeah. But at the same time. I'm not. There's, an, there's, an, a, there's a way to argue that you are, aren't. That, or that you aren't. 
So seeing really is believing. Maybe. Believe half of what you uh, half of what you see and none of what you hear. Yes. Wait, now we got to go back into hearing? Oh, fuck. It, it just all comes down to observation. Yeah. Um, speaking of observation, yes. going back to Hilo, yes. I would definitely want to go to that uh, that ob- observatory. observatory. So that's for sure on my like my high bucket list. Yeah. Well, not bucket list, but like high list of things. Um, but yeah, dude, like you've been before um, and you definitely know more about it than I do. So I'd be more inclined. I'm, I'm like incli- inclined to just like go along for the ride. And uh, yeah, obviously I do a little bit of my own research, but I'd be like, yeah, I want to go here. I want to go there. Whatever the case is. Right. 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 So I'm down to go have some fun. Bam. I was telling Marissa, I was like, I think of, uh, of all the people that would be willing to travel with, um, you would definitely be like highest on my list yes. of like people that I feel like I can trust to travel with. Yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> um, um, also, let me put this out there first. Uh, I have never been to the big island as an adult, so it'd be an adventure for both of us. Hey, let's go. Sign me up. Yeah. So I'm in. I love son it. Son of a bitch. So, Sanchez, you son of a bitch. I'm, I'm in. in. Though, speaking of observation, again, um, and astronomy, the the concept of like astronomy is so cra- is so crazy, right? I think we, we, we wait, wait, wait. Astronomy is the study of stars, like stars, space. Astrology is made up shit. Basic that, girls made up shit that you're looking at their astrological symptoms, <laughs> signs. Yeah, no symptoms. Oh, sim- symptoms works too. Yeah, yeah. When whenever Mercury's in Gatorade, you know yeah, that you, something bad's about yeah, to happen. You know that I ate this bag of Doritos because my stress levels were peaking. Yeah, through pe- the Sailor Moon. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck! I fucking hate astrology, <laughs> but. But just like from a space, right? Astronomy. Which one is it? Which one do Astro- I don't? Astronomy. I don't like astronomy. You like astronomy? I like you astronomy. You don't like astrology. I don't like astrology. <laughs> <laughs> astrology is that like the the where the stars were in relation to when you were born somehow rela- re- like relays your personality and like existence through time. Somebody needs to get slapped. Yeah. Backed into the astrology. <laughs> in that astrology. In that astrology. But space, yeah, the final frontier. These, so, are, oh, sorry, go ahead. Are the voyages <laughs> of the USS Enterprise? So, the, oh, the crew. Wait, is it? I think it's the crew of the, the, USS, crew of the Enterprise. USS Enterprise. So, with like the telescope, something that's just like crazy to think about. So, one, I from like a human race, I think it's really hard to conceptualize space, yeah, because the vastness is so far outside of what we can like we've ever most people have ever probably even thought about or tried to like comprehend yeah because the distances are so grand and so large that like we we can't do that right yeah. we can we can conceptualize what like a foot looks like when we start getting longer we're like we can kind of start to conceptualize say like you get a yard say like a you know uh, a football field yeah you're like eh, you probably roughly get there a mile it gets a little bit tougher yeah um, anything i honestly if anything Visually, anything beyond a mile, you're like, fuck, how far is that? Yeah. Well, it's hard to see at that point, yeah. too. So, but yeah, the fathoms of space, you're just looking out. You're like, someone tells you, oh, yeah, that's a million light years away. You're like, what? <laughs> yeah. Here's yeah. a fun fact for those who don't know. Stars that we see typically are dead if they're blinking at us. Well, so that's that's what I was going to get at. Well, not if they're blinking. Right? Isn't it? If they're blinking, they're like fading. Not necessarily. Oh, okay. Well, some stars that we see at night are already dead, and the light is getting to us millions of years later. Just a fun fact. Yeah. So that that's what I was going to get at was like, so when we look at like blinking stars, there's 
usually when we see that shimmering, it's because of um, the light gets like refracted um, as it's coming through the atmosphere. Yeah. And so it kind of gives that like blinking or shimmering Got effect. It. So it's not necessarily true. Or as you uh, fairy tale lovers call it, twinkle. Or twinkle. Yeah. So then, but yeah, that, that concept is crazy, right? So a light year, like, right, define these things. So a light year is how long, how the distance it takes um, for light, the distance of light traveled across one year. Mm-hmm. And light speed, the speed of light, is essentially 3 million meters per second. Mm-hmm. So that's already something that we can't conceptualize. Yeah. Well, um, especially in America, because we don't know what the fuck a meter is. <laughs> roughly three feet. <laughs> Right. So roughly three feet. So you're thinking nine million feet, roughly nine million feet per second. <laughs> right. And I, I don't even I don't remember what the circumference of the I earth is, but it's like it's a ridiculous amount of times around the earth in a single second. Yeah. So then if you think about try attempt to even conceptualize how many seconds are in a year mm-hmm. is like it, it's insane. The distance that something can travel. So now you're thinking, OK, like how I don't I don't remember how far our sun is from, from earth um well i guess we can just look it up really quick you want to take a quick guess 300 million miles um 300 million mile <laughs> a distance of uh, 94 million miles all right that was close right it's only 206 off in it's a couple hours in 405 traffic yeah so to get so that's what i say 300 no i said 300 what did I say? 94. 94. So 94 million miles or 0. 0.00001581 light years. That's insane. So that's uh, what? 10th, 100th, 1,000th, 10,000th. Um, that's 1.5 100th of a second for, a light, for light to travel. It's faster than me snapping. Yes. So now we think... It's fa- you know, it's faster than we blink. Yeah. Um, it's faster than like the the like the spinal reflex that we have. Yeah. Any neurons firing off in us, or electrons it's, firing, it's, it's fast. It's, it's it's you can't we can't conceptualize it for the most part. Only Sonic the Hedgehog, the Flash, and arguably Superman. <laughs> yeah. So now, like you were just talking about, like things that are like and Goku. Goku, obviously. Yeah. Um, when he's in Super Saiyan God right. or Super Saiyan Blue. Yes. So then, when we go to you, think of like. Our nearest galaxy, right, which is like a hundred light years away. Yes. So that is like uh, quintillions worth of miles away. Um. So when we're observing these stars, because light takes so long for them to get to us, we are literally looking at the past. We're looking at so if it's like, um, you know, uh, I don't. I'm not going to attempt to figure out the conversions on the fly. No, don't. But like. If we're going to say like, uh, you know, say it's 100 light years away, which is equal to a thousand years. Yeah. So like at, with every time that we're observing a single star, we're getting essentially 1000 years in the past. Mm-hmm. So at this current moment in time, and this is just like how obs- you know, how weird observations can work at this very moment in time, there is a very high likelihood that a star that we are looking at does not actually or physically exist anymore, but we're seeing the remnants of their light coming back to earth. Yeah. And so at some point in time, it's going to pop out of existence. Yeah. And It'll stop and we'll, twinkling. We'll watch the explosion. Mm-hmm. So like, uh, yeah, and we won't even know. We won't even know what it is because it's so far. Uh, maybe. Well, we we won't. Like scientists who have who are observing it. Yes. But. Yeah. Well, maybe. Right. So there was. Um. A, there's there's a, a there's an actual um. Uh, historical reference, and this uh, this is from like thousands of years ago. 
I think, um, of some civilization like uh, recounting this like giant explosion, really? essentially of, like giant flash of light that essentially lit up the night sky, and that was essentially they saw um, the the uh, star exploding. Wow! And so that was the light getting to us because it was so bright. Um, I wish I could remember what it is, but yeah, you can like there's like uh, like carve like carvings that depict this. It might have been Egypt, maybe or something like that, um, or maybe like Mesopotamia, something yeah. like old ancient uh, be civilization. Cool. But yeah, so there's like there is the legitimate chance that like we could see it. We could Shit. with our own eyes. That'd be scary. Watch as fuck. a star explode. That'd be scary as fuck. It'd be pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. But that's but like that. Speaking of observation and just like that concept, like that's such a wild concept to think about. Is that like what we are observing no longer exists yet we can see it because the vast distance that it is away from us is further than how quickly light can travel um, in like say a single second or a single year or even decades or centuries potentially. Um, And so that's like, that's this really interesting concept. And so even going, even going further into space, right? We have kind of this, um, we have this rough map of what we can see and kind of this idea of like what our, the vastness of our solar system looks like. Yeah. And so, and you see, you can like see this, right? And there's kind of these like, you know, the uh, the overall idea of like our solar, or not our solar system, but our, the universe, right? Space. And there's a, there's an argument to be made that it's, that they call it the observable universe because there's a high likelihood that there are things so far out away from us because we don't know what this, if there, if or what an edge looks like. Yeah. Um, that there are things beyond what we can currently see that light just hasn't traveled to us yet. So there's a there's a high likelihood that we're going to be like as time progresses and we continue to observe the stars and then you know hopefully technology progresses and we travel outside of this outside of the the uh, Terra, <laughs> <laughs> um, that we're going to be able to see more things. Yeah. Right. Because then there's also like within space we have something called like the heli- uh, heliosphere, um, and there's something called the Oort cloud that are um, kind of like these shields and like these like magnetic shields that exist like into our um, essentially the the outer limits of our solar system. So there's like things that we might not see. Yeah. Right. There's kind of this like weird bubble that like largely exists around our universe. Um, it's called the Oort cloud, which is kind of cool. It's like these like really highly charged particles, um, which was interesting, right? When like uh, Voyager and Voyager one and two, which are these like, um, like, deep space observer observational like satellites like yeah. made their way through they're just like what is it yeah because like we well, don't know we kind of like roughly know that it exists <laughs> but like nothing's been there yeah so end rant yeah looks, so I, looks I, like I was looking I, I was looking up all the the things that we we're talking about about seeing a star and they've actually been recorded in 4500 plus or minus 4500 to a thousand plus or minus bc history like they were recorded on sketches or yeah. or or uh stones in hold on in china egypt iraq italy japan switzerland france syria and north america there you go but the more predominant notations are from egypt yep um and then one astrology astrologer from back then 
had determined that the light was or the the star that the, that they saw was 7100 light years from earth like again if we did the math let's just say it was 1000 per one yeah like fuck yeah so that's crazy yeah Oh, speaking of like bubbles and other more space science shit. Let's go. Uh, did you read, and uh, I haven't followed up yet, but did you read up on the scientists being able to observe light through black holes or at the back of black holes? Uh, no, I haven't. But I know I know that there, there's a really good video. Sorry, keep going. Go no, I was just going to say they, they tested it out with uh, x-rays instead of like trying to use like telescopes to see because I guess we you know, the magnetic pull through black holes is so strong that everything just gets twisted and, and tambled. So they used x-ray vision essentially, and were able to find particles of light in the black hole. Yeah. So there's, there's an idea with black holes. So, so <clears throat> like uh, interstellar actually did a really good job at kind of depicting what a black hole, if you were able to observe a black hole, kind of what that would look like. And because, because of the, the idea that the density of it is so strong that it literally warps space right? Or this is what Einstein kind of alluded to was like the concept of space time. Um, so if you have an, if you're trying to figure out what the hell I'm talking about, <laughs> the idea is if you say, if you were to take a bed sheet and stretch it out across, just, just stretch it taut, like mm-hmm. on all, all, all around the eye, the, um, you know, the bed, the, the the f- bed for yeah. example, or just hanging there. Let's say it's hanging there. Um, that is the idea of it just can, to think of like the plane of space. So then if you were to take, say a cotton ball, well, it's not really going to deform the bedsheet at all. But say you were to take a bowling ball. Well, a bowling ball is going to like suck, like suck that thing down. Yeah. Like it's going to pull that blanket down. And so that is the idea of like the denser or the heavier something is, the more that it warps this plane of space. Now, in reality, it's a three-dimensional thing. So, you know, in this case, four, if you're going to talk about time. Right. Because um, there is... <clears throat> there is uh, the, the faster you go and the further away you are, the faster that you go towards speed of light, time has a slight deviation. And there's, yeah, there's some kind of funky things that can happen what is with it, the, that. The closer you are, the slower it is, the farther you are, the faster it is? No, the uh, uh, the, far, the faster you go, the slower technically, like, the, oh, slower, the slower time, time has, like, an effect. Got it. Um, they've been able to measure this with uh, atomic clocks uh, to a certain degree. Okay. Um, that's, in, I mean, makes sense, right? You go faster, you slow time down. Kind of, kind of, kind of. It's, there's a <laughs> lot of physics behind that, that I am not privy to. No, nah, I'm just going to dumb it down. Faster you go, slower time goes. Yep. That's the simplest way to think about Done. it. So, so that's the idea of like black holes. And so because of how dense black holes are, and if you've ever, you know, if you, if you can kind of like understand how like orbits work with gravity. Um, when light would come in, depending on the angle that it comes in, it can bend and pull itself into essentially like the backside of it. And because we require light, we, because we, we can observe light, um, because that light bends and curves around, um, that's how we can actually like, when you look at, look at it, you're seeing the back of the black hole as well. Um, and so interstellar did a really great job at kind of depicting what this looks like. And then there's a YouTube channel called Veritasium. Highly recommend. It's so interesting. There's a lot of these channels, right? Like SciShow, um, Space in particular. Um, Veritasium does it. And this was like when they were actually able to like take a picture of a black hole. And, um, and, but Veritasium specifically did this um, video explaining how light bends and moves around a black hole um, to kind of give this kind of weird look 
Um, and he talked about it before the image of the black hole actually was released and it was like dead on. Shit. And he's like, I bet money that I'm correct on this, which he was. Yeah. Right. Because there's mathematical models to kind of figure out what this looks like. So it's like, it's super cool. Um, but that, that, so with the light thing coming out of it, mm-hmm. I had, I haven't read on that. Yeah. I don't know if it was coming out. I think what you were saying about how light is bending and pulling itself back in, that's probably what they're seeing, right? Is like the light refracting around the 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 density of the hole yeah. and then shooting back from the back because it's all like all that's pretty much what the top of the article said was like scientists are able to see with x-rays um light particles at the back of it so if it's at the back of it and it's and it's how that guy said then it's bending around and then coming back yeah so yeah potentially yeah. right and so then the well and with that there's also this idea too with like with black holes like there's you know to a certain degree there's a limit to the density that as far as i'm aware there's a limit to the density that can be and so, like, when you look at, like, collapsing stars, mm-hmm. um, I don't remember the life cycles, but, you know, eventually they'll, they'll collapse in on themselves, collapse, collapse, collapse. Um, at a certain point, they go... Supernova. They can go supernova, right? Or um, they can turn into... Um, is it... I think it's called a quasar. Mm. And so a quasar is essentially this density... Is that after the dwarf phase? I don't know. I don't remember. I think it all depends on the size of the star at the Uh very beginning and the overall mass of it will dictate what it can turn into. Um, And so you have like this quasar. And so the quasar is like an ultra massive, like a super dense collapsing star. Um, But because the, the collapse, like the gravity is so strong that it's, and it's pushing all of these like atoms and stuff together that it's essentially like squeezing and shooting out of the poles. Mm -hmm. And so it shoots out this like radio, you know, like gamma radiation is kind of the big one. Um, and you can observe qu- like uh, quasars um, where you can actually see these, these uh, they call it something, mass something ejections. Um, and you can actually like visual, visually you see, see these like shots of like radiation being sh- like coming out of the poles. Jesus Christ. Um, and then the crazier one is there's something called a pulsar, mm-hmm. which is essentially a quasar that is like, rapidly spinning and it makes sound um and you can hear like oh wow uh which is kind of cool <laughs> space is insane space is insane what do you think is a, a higher priority though understanding space or understanding our oceans both both i don't i don't you wouldn't prioritize one over the other no i don't think so no. um i mean if we're gonna look at i think from a from an a utilitarian point of view, I think understanding the oceans as a whole is probably better given that it's uh, an active part of like our ecosystem, our ecosystem and our world. Um, the one that I just find more intriguing is space. Space. So just because the, the almost all of what we conceptualize about space is, um, is theory. Like there's a lot of this things that like we just, we, don't know Mm -hmm. um and i find that like just really intriguing um you know we we don't know the size we don't know the scope of space yeah um the limit does not exist it doesn't like we we don't know we don't know if there is an edge we don't know how far this thing goes and like the idea of like eternity doesn't really doesn't really work yeah right because we live in a very finite world there's an edge to the table there's an end to our lives like and then even if you i mean if you you're a scientist you believe black like black holes like everything comes to an end because it's gonna get sucked in there whether we survive it or not as this particle like we won't be who we are if we get shot out the other side at all 
Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, who knows? Yeah. Right. Uh, Carl Sagan said it best. Roll byproducts of stars. That's right. We're all gas star farts. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but uh, who knows, right? And then there's, you know, the idea of like wormholes, yeah. right? Is a black hole such a deep, con- like such a, a dense concept that warps space time to such degree that it literally can pull it, pull your way through pull to another portion of, yeah. of space, right? Because if, if we're... That'd be cool. Right? And, and that's, that's a, you know, that's a working model yeah. that can exist. Um, and I, I forget how that works because... Um, we should send Jeff Bezos into a black hole so he could tell us. <laughs> right. So the, the concept behind that one is like, if you were to think of, if you were to think of the universe as we know it is, it's not a, it's not necessarily three dimensional, but more of a sphere that, um, a black hole would be kind of the idea is that it would be so dense that it would pull itself to, or sorry, it's not a sphere. Um, well, it is a sphere, but we're on the inside of it, not the outside. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the uh, potential idea of what we're looking at. And so the idea is that the density of it essentially can pull its way so deep through to another point within within this sphere um, that it opens up at another part somewhere in space. So that's under the idea that um, our our model of the universe is circular, um, and we're looking into the in we're at the inside of it to it a certain degree yeah that's weird man that's weird stuff to think about it is unless you're a flat earther then you don't believe in any of it and then well then it's just a plane yeah right but then but yeah that makes the earth might be flat but that doesn't necessarily i don't know the the argument if space is flat hey man there's no space if the earth is flat there has to be nope i believe there is nope there i believe big old light bulb in the sky bro is this a light bulb Mm mm-hmm Right, but then you start looking at like simulation theory. Like, there's a good question about that. Like, are we in a simulation? Are we in a simulation? Are we in a simulation? Maybe. It's hard to tell. Are we in a simulation? <laughs> I don't know. We just we got to get red pilled and uh, find out. Oh, déjà vu. Or are we just? <laughs> or are we just? Uh, <laughs> are we just batteries for the our machine overlords? I think it's that one. <laughs> we're batteries. I'm pretty. For sure, I'm pretty overlords. sure we're just batteries. Who knows? Yeah. Right, and then like you know you talk about time like aliens. A- aliens. <laughs> Right. Then you talk about like, uh, um, what's it called? It's like time travel. Yeah. Right. And there's the idea, this idea, right. We've kind of talked about how you can somewhat manipulate time closer to the speed of light that you go. But then, you know, if time travel is real, then it already exists. Yes. Okay. So now that we're on background in the full circle to that, back to the uh, question of time travel. Um, you know, those like old photos, uh, like, like historically speaking, there's been, uh, ideas or claims that people have traveled back into time and they've shown up in pictures wearing stuff from the future or, or having a cell phone like do you think there's a small amount of truth to that or do you think it's just all doctored in theory maybe um but you know they're all black and white photos usually yeah right so like you're saying like the cell phone person from i think i think it's the jfk assassination that they talk about um there's a bunch of there's kind of a bunch of them but um i don't know I want him to be real. I yeah. want him to be real. Yeah. So hopefully. I, I think that'd be cool. I mean, because like, right, the idea of time travel has been around for a long time. A long time before us. Yeah. There's, I, I got to believe that there's no way in hell somebody hasn't come up with it. If we're just not being told. Well, it's not so much about it being a thing now. Yeah. It's a thing about being in the future. And this is, is under the, the past. It wouldn't be the past. How It'd do you be, know? Because if we are, we have to assume for this to work, yeah. we have to assume line or time is linear then it's already happened and so then so it's linear in the sense that 
um, we're in our current reality, yeah. right? But go a thousand years in the future, this thing has already happened. So if, uh, if we're going that far into the future and time travel exists and somebody comes back in time, mm-hmm. um, then that me there's a, or I should say even like there's an infinite, assuming an infinite distance of future that is available to us where technology will progress to such a ridiculous point that we can't even conceptualize it. Um, then therefore if the ability to time travel is a thing and people are already doing it in the future, there's a chance that as of today, somebody could have come back from that future point and be here. So therefore would then in turn, like that would then in turn um, prove that time travel is a reality, but it's not a part of our, our current reality. Boom, full circle back to multiverse and the multiverse is, but well, that wouldn't necessarily (laughs) say that a multiverse is real, but the idea of like the spherical universe, then that, there ha- like we have we think about there's something outside of it boom spherical verse right so then if there's a if there's a spherical universe which is kind of what they do in, in uh, marvel is they conceptualize it at these bubbles yeah right the and they're denoted right so like we're earth 616 yeah so if there are these things there are these like universes that exist kind of simultaneously in these big bubbles that we can theoretically travel to yeah and they're <sighs> just par- they're just parallel to us in some degree or slight variations i wish they could have come back and last our last hour last year and stop this covid shit because that would have been cool maybe they did maybe somebody was nah, like i'm nah. gonna maybe like someone's like i'm gonna try and kill hitler and then this is the butterfly effect that damn uh, you do one good deed and then the next one is just and you somehow manage to make it worse you screw it up 40 60 80 years later <laughs> right but you know then the, the perils of time travel which we've seen in like you know a bunch of movies for yeah. example is like if don't you change do, the future don't change the past don't change because the, it right, can change don't change the, the past because it could change the future don't talk to yourself Yep. Yeah. Don't be your own grandfather. Don't be your own dad or grandpa. That would be weird. Yeah. That's back to the future. <laughs> All right, Eric, where can people find us? All right, you guys, you guys can find us at our Instagram, another period rep period podcast, or you can contact us via email at another rep podcast at gmail.com. And you can listen to us wherever you listen to podcasts. Also find us on the YouTubes. And you can call our booty line. And you can call our booty line. Uh, occasionally and potentially see us on Twitch. Whenever, in the future. In the future. Yeah. Or, or the, past. the past. Oh, shit. Shit. Jinx. Did we just sync? We did. We're All in right. a simulation. We're in a simulation. All okay. right, bye. Bye.